0: There's a bit of a trend going around where instead of setting goals for the year or intentions or resolutions, people are setting one word goals or one word themes or one word focus for the year. They choose one word and they live by that word for the year. But does it really work? In this podcast, I'm going to examine, is the one word goal really the right way to go or is it a waste of time? One of my absolute favorite holidays, in fact, two of my absolute favorite holidays was driving on a, a road trip through France and Italy. Now, I used to live in England for oh, nearly a dozen years, and we, we went on a lot of holidays during that period. But uh, my favorite ones were the road trips where we had no real destination or, or I guess, goal. And uh, we would have a map we would these were in the days even before uh, you know sophisticated sat navs and we would just have a map and just go and find accommodation on the way we would usually travel on off-peak times and it was a lot of fun and uh, the first one we went on was through we we left London in the morning uh, early morning we went across the the Channel. I think we were on the ferry at that time. And we ended up having lunch in Paris. And it just felt amazing to drive from England and have lunch in Paris. And then we headed down through the French Alps and across uh, across to Italy. And suddenly the cars got faster and more scary and uh, took you over. Uh, And then down through Tuscany to southern Tuscany. And we did have a plan to meet up with some friends in Florence at some stage, but for the rest of it, we just drove where we felt like it, where the road took us, where the, we had one of those travel, pictorial travel guidebooks, and we just, oh, let's go here, let's go there. And uh, we didn't really have a goal or a timing in mind. And uh, we didn't have accommodation booked. We would just find little BBs along the way or little uh, hotels. And occasionally it was uh, a little bit risky. It, there was one night where we didn't find a place to stay till after midnight. Uh, but generally it, it was really good fun. So that was when it was just my husband and I. So the next time we did it, it was with my son and my dad And we flew into southern Italy, hired a car, and our goal was to have a a couple of weeks of just, just driving, just on an adventure, on a road trip. But we discovered very quickly that my dad, who had a very different personality and a different goal about this holiday, he hated it. We loved it. He hated it. Now my dad wanted planned certainty. He is the type of personality that likes to have every detail planned out and documented in advance, and he he'll, he'll still does that to this day. And we'll get extensive emails with his itinerary on it. Whereas I'm the ten, the person who tends to just book a flight and just go. Whereas, well, he wanted planned certainty. Now none of us was right or wrong. It was just different. Whereas we. For us, it was the journey and the exploration that was the holiday. Now, relate this to the process of goal setting. You might have it in your life and you might have it a business. What are your expectations of this? Do you want to have planned certainty and a set goal of where you're going? Or do you want to enjoy it as you go? You want to have uh, that journey. You want to enjoy it. You want to have the exploration. Uh, but what is your goal in in holidays or business or life, where do you sit on that very structured goal or that very loose goal? Is it about the experience for you or is it about the absolute destination of certainty? And if I was to apply the one word goal to my holiday situation, I guess my goal, my one word goal was road trip it was, there were no goals. It was just enjoy the road trip. Whereas the second time when it was with my dad, his goal, his one word goal was about destination. Where are we going to end up? Where are we going to stay? In truth, we both had goals. It was just destination focused or journey focused. And this really describes what this movement towards a one-word goal or one-word vision is really about. Is it about just that destination or does it include that journey on the way? So why do I think there is this trend towards a one-goal vision or a one-word vision, one-word goal? Well, first of all, let's look at what's happening in the personal development, business development field. There is a pushback and I think it's right on a lot of the patriarchal models where it's based on pushing and striving and time for money, where we need to use a lot of willpower and effort to achieve things. Now there's absolutely nothing wrong with goals. And that word has had a bit of a bad rap in in some in some aspects. But don't just associate associate it with that pushing, willpower, striving, hustling uh, outcome. There is plenty of evidence that those who set goals have a higher chance of achieving them. In fact, 80 I think it's over 80% of people don't set goals and the rest either just have them in their heads or they never write them down. And it is proven by fact that those who have goals and they're written down and that they review them daily do have a higher chance of achieving them. And let's admit, it feels good to achieve a goal. And I think sometimes the pushback on the goals movement is that because we're not achieving our goals, uh, it feels yucky. So let's reposition it. But let's be real about this. We all have desires, whether we're in touch with them or not. They are there. It's healthy to have desires. And goals are really a tangible evidence of those desires. So if you want to go the one word route, or even three word route or a sentence or a full blown smart goal, whatever you call it, there there is a journey of going from where you are now to somewhere else. And whether you're enjoying it on the way or where it's destination bound, there is some place or some emotional state, some physical state that you would like to be in that is different to where you are now. That's basically what a goal is. So there's two approaches to this. You can have a goal method or a no goal, goal method. And the one word uh, vision or goal, I don't even like attaching the word goal to that. The, the one word process, the one word theme for your, say for a year is, they're often pitted to, against each other as sort of a polar opposite, but they're not. They're about getting you to a state where, which is different to where you are now. So I suggest if you like the one word goal, it is a simpler way of setting goals. It's a simpler way of enjoying that destination or going to that destination or being in a different place. So I would say experiment with it. If you are a little bit tired of goals, you're feeling the pressure, you're feeling that the association with striving and willpower and hustling, then how about have a lighter year with having a one word that guides your year? So I'd say experiment with it. Remember though, that whether you use goals, smart goals, tangible goals, or whether you have a one word theme, we still need tangible projects to achieve that, to work towards that. Whether we're using our feelings to guide us or whether our logic to guide us, and this does come down a lot to personality and our our wow archetype, Uh, whatever you use, we still need tangible projects. And that often is where we go wrong. We can set a goal. And this is where New Year's resolutions go wrong, is that they become goals, but without the practical habits and projects to help achieve those resolutions. Also, a one-word theme helps us focus. It is easier to remember that than all the goals that we set. And look, honestly, I think part of the problem we don't achieve the goals too is A, we don't write them down. B, we don't, uh, we don't review them or write, write them down daily. But three, we often set too many. Now, I tend to operate by the three-goal system, but that's another story. Today, we're focusing on one-word goals or one-word themes for, say, the year 2020. So it can help us focus. And even the word focus could be your one word theme for the year. So why am I talking about one word goals or one word themes now? It's middle of February and surely you should have set your goals by now. Well, I know what I'm like and I know what my clients are like. My students are like, we can get all excited late December and in January and we set our goals. And if they're just no more than resolutions without the substance and the projects and the habits behind it, we can fall flat usually by mid-February to March. So if that's you or you want to try something that has more motivation to you, more emotion to it, why don't you maybe set a one goal theme for the rest of the year? And it can revive you and it can spark some ideas for what projects will you set to achieve that, that one word theme for your year. All right, so how do we do it? How do you set a one word goal? Is it just a matter of picking something out of the air that you like? Often, some people like to go for a walk, uh, spend some quiet time, some journaling, and just you know randomly ask for a word to drop into their, into their mind, into their spirit. You can do that way. I've got some other suggestions as well. Firstly, is your one word going to be a theme for the year? Is it going to be a goal for the year or is it related to a character trait that you might want? Something that instead of doing, it's a being word. For example, let's take the one word theme. Now, I've used in the past words like scale or grow or momentum or start or launch These are words or themes that are related to the business stage you are at. And if I chose that, my business stage is I'm scaling. So that could be a word. But for me, that works. That could be the word I use. Or if you just set a goal, you could have some fun with it and have a word like skinny. So that word could relate to your finances. It could relate to your actual body. It could relate to a process of having a simpler year. Uh, you could use that word, to say, of skinny or simplified. Those words could be a goal for your year, have a simplified year or a skinny year. Uh, you could also relate it, as I said, to a character. For example, brave. I want bravery to be my theme For the year, or confidence. I hear a lot of people having a word like that, and that is your theme for the year. And you can relate that to your relationships, to your to your business, your career, your work, and also to your personal life. So whatever word you choose, I suggest you choose something that has emotion to it. Now, emotion is really energy in motion. That's what it means. Now, as a side note, we are actually creating all the time. We are using words to create an energy, and emotion to create all the time. Emotion plays a big part in that creation process. And now this is proven by quantum science energy which is the emotion plus the words which is the intention or the or you know the goal combine those with motions and intention and the intention can be in thought it can be written and it can be spoken combine these two together and that's what what is the creation process right there so whether you use it in terms of manifesting or prayer or even just a wish the power behind it is that emotion plus the intention so it's highly critical that we choose a one word that has that energy and motion, that emotion attached to it. Now, whether we call it a goal or a vision or a destination or aspiration or, um, you know, in, intention, it really doesn't care. Choose the word that you like. So one word vision, one word goal, one word destination, one word aspiration, one word intention, really, it doesn't matter. It's about the energy behind that. Now, here's another method coming up for your one word theme or goal or vision for the year. Sit down and brainstorm all the goals, all the things that you'd like to have, you know, in, you do and be and have over the year. And then think, okay, is there a a emotion linking these together? What is driving these? What are the motives? And if you can dig down to that motive, you are onto something. And there is a lot of education and training courses, all that sort of thing about this. But honestly, you don't need all that. Just get below and, and find that motivating word behind them all. I don't suggest you have uh, more than one word, you might have. I actually have three words, and I'll tell you about that at the moment, but I wouldn't have any more than that because then they just become a list of goals that you've got to remember. Once you've chosen your word, say it out loud often. Write it out. I would suggest you write it out every day. Think about that word. Feel that word. What is the emotion that goes with that word? Now, my three words for the 2020, which I'm experimenting with, I still, have, uh, I still have projects, I still have habits I'm forming, but my three words are associated with my well-being map. I have a well-being meal, wheel that is uh, to do with one wheel is business, one wheel is my, myself, and one wheel is others. My self-word for this year is light. Now that means a number of different things. Be more easy, more easygoing, be more lighthearted, but also more light in terms of weight and energy and, and health as well. The next word for me is free freedom. Freedom is a big value for me. It's a big emotion for me. And that is related to my business. More freedom, more freedom in income, more freedom in finances, more freedom in time. So free. So I've got light, free, and my third word is excited. Now I've attached excitement to a lot of areas, but for this year it's to do with relationships and, and connections and community. So, which also includes my marketing and how I relate to people. So, I'm excited when I think about a relationship. I'm excited about what relationships will come this year. I'm excited about what what friendships uh, will 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 form this year and what relationships will go to a next level. I'm excited. And so, when I think of that word, when I sit down to do perhaps marketing, if I can if I can feel that word excitement, it gives me that energy that I didn't have before. So light, free and excited. They are my three words for the year. So to bring this conversation to a close, I want to give the warning, the warning on the side of the tin of choosing a one word theme for 2020. You get what you ask for and your word helps set the course of your year. And guess what? It will, especially when you've got emotion attached to it, it will make you experience it or practice it. So, if your goal is brave for the year, guess what you're going to experience? Opportunities to be brave. If your word is patience, guess what? You are going to be given opportunities to be patient. Same with words like trust. (laughs) And I expect I will feel experiences like heaviness, lack of freedom. And the opposite of excitement, so that I can operate my words in my life as well. It will be a learning experience. And contrast helps teach us those lessons or those journeys that we go on. And that entrepreneurial roller coaster will also be your chance to put your one word theme, goals, uh, visions, aspirations, destinations into practice. So what's your one word for the year? I'd love you to share it with me. Go to the show notes and you'll see the links where you can share with me or reach out on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, and let me know what your one word is. So let your one word help you lead your day, lead your mind, lead your year, and lead your world. It's all from the inside out. See you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.